Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. As a girl in her 20s, I know exactly what it's like to be feeling lost, confused, a little bit like you have so much to figure out still, because you probably do, but I'm just here to reassure you that that's totally normal. And whatever stage of life that you're in, if you're feeling any type of way, I'm always here to remind you that you are not alone in that, and just ultimately be someone that you can look at as a friend. Health and wellness, fitness, dating, life, advice, self-help, all the things, anything at all, that I am noticing in my life that is coming up and can maybe help someone else, we always will go deeper into. If there's ever anything you guys wanna hear more of, please comment, read the podcast, and let me know how much you enjoy it. I love you. If you're ready to grow with me, let's get into today's episode. New episodes are every Monday at 5 a.m. Guys, I'm so excited to share this with you, okay? But we have an opportunity to travel together, you and me. Okay, so if that's something that maybe appeals to you, you like to travel and you're like looking for people to go on trips with or whatever, I know so many of you have asked me to do meetups in different cities around the US or whatever, but like why not go international? I think that would be so cool. So I have a certain survey that I'm gonna have linked right below for you guys to fill out. It takes like two minutes just to fill out your own preferences when it comes to traveling and also to put in your own particular budget that you would be wanting to kind of stay around. I don't see these answers or anything like that really, but it's just for us to kind of figure out where to go, what to do, who qualifies, that type of thing. That way I can make a trip that appeals to everyone and I can make sure it's kind of within budgets and stuff. Where I'm kind of thinking about going at the moment is Bali. For some reason, Bali or Costa Rica sound like such a vibe. So I'm kind of thinking that's where I want to go for this first trip with you guys. If this is something that really continues on, I would love to do more trips and make this more regular thing. This would be either later this year or possibly even next year, but I would kind of want it to be this year, I think. I've been wanting to travel out of the US forever, like for such a long time. I've had my passport probably for like a year and a half ready to go, but I have not made it out yet. So I'm excited to do this and I think this could be the perfect opportunity to do it. So if this sounds like something you maybe be interested in, fill out the survey below just to give your own personal take and I cannot wait to give you guys an update and hopefully plan a trip with you soon. All right, I wasn't sure exactly where this episode was gonna go today. I was sitting here and I was like, okay, what do we wanna do? And I think we're gonna do ins and outs of 2024, okay? My personal ins and my personal outs so far this year that I'm noticing, and honestly, the list could go on and on and on, as we all know, but I had so many ins and it was hard for me to find the outs. I had to sit and like think about the outs and I'm sure there's so many that I missed, but starting with, what should we start with? Let's start with the outs. Yeah, let's start with the outs and then we'll we'll end with the ends. We'll start negative and positive, I guess. All right, so our first out is people pleasing. Yeah, I'm sure anyone could have guessed that, but like I am so done with that. And I think that we all do that to a degree, whether we realize it or not, it can be with our friends. It can be when anyone asks us to do something, we feel like we have to say yes, not because we don't it's not because you don't want to not go, but sometimes saying yes to something is saying no to you. And that's the biggest like L that you can take because I know there are times in my life where I'm just dealing with things or I'm going through things and I'm struggling to keep commitments that I'm making to myself that whenever certain things come up, even if I want to go, sometimes me going would just honestly cause the next couple of days for me to be not good. So really just trying to make sure that I'm on top of my own stuff as well, just so that I can make sure I can say yes more to things. But that all is like a work in progress with myself. You know what I mean? Making sure that I'm getting the stuff done that I need to get done. Um, there's just, I'm in a, I'm in a um, point in my life where it is a lot of work on the back end because I'm building the life that I want to have. Um, but people pleasing in general, it can be if like someone says, 
do you want to do this? And maybe you do want to see them and do that, but it's not a good day for you. So you can always give them a different day. Um, but just overall not doing something just out of guilt to not upset someone more so doing it because you want to do it and you're in a good spot to do it. So people pleasing in general, stop doing it. It's time to prioritize yourself and your own needs. Okay. Because that is a lot of these ends have like outs that go with them, which is kind of funny. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll share one out and then I'll share an in out and in. So people pleasing's out prioritizing your needs and your goals are in. And they just go hand in hand, which is why I feel like it's important to share them this way. But prioritizing your needs and your goals are so important that if you are not showing up for yourself in that way, you truly are letting yourself down so bad. It's it's affecting your confidence. It's affecting the way that you see yourself. It's affecting the way that you show up in relationships. Prioritizing yourself is very important. And there also is a fine line between like being selfish, right? You're allowed to be selfish though. I want to make that clear. You're allowed to be selfish when it comes to prioritizing your needs and your goals, but we don't want to get too comfortable doing that where we're completely ignoring the people in our life that are important to us, you know, cause it's very, very important to keep those connections and make sure that we find a nice balance between them. But don't feel bad for prioritizing yourself at all. An example, somebody wants to do something, but you have all this work to do. You have things to do, a lot of stuff, right? That, like I kind of gave an example of that. That would be a time where you're like, okay, like I'm gonna prioritize myself right now. If it's gonna stress you out or make you feel bad about yourself to have to say, to say yes to someone because you are saying no to you, that is a huge thing. And I have listened to stuff in podcasts. I don't even know how long ago, but whenever we make plans with other people, right? Like let's say that we're going to the gym with somebody in the morning. If we know that we're going there with someone, we're more likely to go because we don't want to disappoint that person. But why do we not do that with ourselves? Why, whenever we tell ourselves that we're going to do something, do we not hold it to that same standard? I told myself that I was going to go to the gym. So even if nobody comes with me, I'm going to the gym because you are going to disappoint yourself. You are. It's the same thing. We just don't see it the same. You know what I'm saying? So if you told yourself, I'm going to get all these things done today, you're not going to be feeling so great about yourself at the end of the day. If you realize that you didn't get a lot of the things done or even just a few of the things done that you mentioned to yourself at the beginning of the day, this is what we're going to do because it's showing yourself like, I can't really trust my word and that whether you notice it now or you notice it in a year or so, you're going to notice how badly it's affecting where you stand with yourself. And the longer that we don't prioritize our needs, we are not prioritizing our goals. Your needs come down to how much you show up to actually hit your goals and reach the things that you want to do. So by prioritizing your needs, you are setting yourself up for success to reach the goals and to get where you want to go in life, which is so important. The best friendships in my life are the friendships where between me, me and my, me and Abby, for example, we have been friends for literally so long, like 16 years or so. And there have been times where we've had plans with each other and Abby will be like, Hey, like, would you mind maybe like, I don't know if I'm really feeling doing anything tonight. Would you mind? Oh, Marshall's about to throw up. Give me one moment here. Yeah. He puked. I'm telling you, I don't, this is just a little side tangent. Sorry to interrupt this with this, but I took Marshall on a walk today. He pooped out a scrunchie. Where did he get it? I couldn't tell you. I don't even use scrunchies and I make sure nothing is ever in a place where he can eat them because he eats underwear. He eats scrunchies. He eats hair ties. This past summer, I had to pay $3,000 to get him emergency surgery because he ate a pair of underwear. He's ate over 30 pairs in his life and they always pass because most of the time when he's ate them, I don't even realize he has them until he poops them out or pukes them up. But this time specifically over the summer, like I had to pay to get them out because I could tell he was really uncomfortable. You have a lot to say about this, don't you? So earlier today, he pooped out a scrunchie when we went on a walk, like right before I sat down to record this. And I was like, what the heck? 
Like, cause I have to pick up his poop in bags. So I'm like, what? I'm like, how? Like literally where did that, where did you get that at? Because I am so careful. Like I make sure that nothing is ever around for him to get into things. And, um, I just saw that like, even on the end of the walk, I could tell he kind of had to puke, but like he didn't end up puking. And then while like just a couple seconds ago, I saw him get up and start to like puke like he normally will do. And I was like, what the heck? And I was like, yes, like, please puke it out. And I'm like praying God, please let it come out of him because this is like such an issue. And like, I just, I can't, I genuinely can't. So he puked up another scrunchie. This man has had two scrunchies in him in the past 24 hours. and I have no clue where he got them at. Like it, it is beyond me. So I'm really hoping that's all because two have came out today. So I'm hoping that there isn't more, but if so, I'm praying that God brings them out of him. Cause like, what are you doing to me, sir? Like, I don't have money for all these emergency surgeries. This is just not acceptable behavior. So Marshall's in and out for 2024 would be to his out is stop eating scrunchies and underwear. And his in would be to only eat things dogs can eat like dog food and, and dog treats. I think it's so funny. I told myself like, yeah, I have no clue how long this episode will be. It probably will be really short. Like how Michaela, you just spent the past 10 minutes talking about the first two basically. So, um, but to finish what I was saying though, about Abby, there have been times where she will text me if I'm already feeling a certain way and I was just going to like go, you know what I mean? Because obviously she's my person. Like I can always go and make it work. And so would she, but we're comfortable enough with each other where we'll be for real. And she texted me and was like, Hey, like, would you mind possibly like just chilling, like and doing something like a different day? Like, I just honestly don't want to really do anything. I just want to lay in bed. And I'm like, I totally get that. That's honestly exactly where I'm at as well. We're always on the same page, like always. So I miss Abby being in my freaking city. I really do. Cause she's my person and without her in my city, it just isn't the same. I just love living near her. I love having her in my everyday life. Same with her husband and her baby. They're my people. Um, anyways, that's just a side tangent, but just to let you know that like you can have good, healthy friendships and relationships where you can set some boundaries or even prioritize yourself. And they're always going to understand that and want what's best for you. All right. Another out for 2024, bad time management, just not knowing how to prioritize properly, how much time you need for certain things, just making sure that you have the time in your day that you are making like you're waking up early enough to make sure that you have the appropriate amount of time that you need to get the things done that you need to get done. Or even if let's say you're working and you want to get something done after work, making sure that you prioritize the time that you need for that because it's, it's just the most stressful thing. You know what I'm saying? Rushing in general. I forgot to put that one on the list, but like out rushing, give yourself enough time. It goes hand in hand with this. Make sure if you know you have to get ready and you need like an hour and a half, give yourself two hours to get ready so you can get ready in a happy environment. And like, make sure you have good vibes before you go do whatever you need to do. And just being on time for work, getting to work on time. You know what I'm saying? That all goes back to just time management. So bad time management is out. And what is in self-discipline and keeping promises to yourself. So in general, this kind of goes a little bit hands in hand, hand in hand with prioritizing your needs and your goals. Cause if you're not doing that, it's hard to show up in self-discipline and stuff, but self-discipline, meaning you told yourself that you're going to go to the gym four times a week right? And let's say you're not a beginner, you know what I mean? Cause if you're a beginner, it's hard to hit that goal. But if you've been working out for a while and you tell yourself you're going to go to the gym four times a week, you actually are making sure you get to the gym four times a week. If you tell yourself that you're going to wake up at this time, you're actually waking up and you're not allowing yourself to snooze and sleep in consistently. It's okay to do that sometimes if you need to sleep in and stuff. But if you're consistently like shitting on yourself and what, and your goals and the kind of like what you know that you want for yourself, just because like, you're having like you're lacking willpower to get up. That's like, that's not what we're looking for. Right. So self-discipline, just actually doing the things that we say we're going to do and keeping the promises that we say that we're 
you know what I mean? Going to do it to ourselves because again, that affects your confidence. That affects your self-worth, your self-trust, everything. I'm going to tell you, I've been on a healing journey so hard. And those are the things I've been working on so much. And like self-discipline for me is like such a goal this year in general, self-discipline, the things I say I'm doing, I'm actually showing up to get them done. Another out eating out during the week. This is an out for me. It doesn't have to be an out for you, but it's an out for me because I like to eat out on the weekends at least like one to two times because I don't know. I see the weekends as like this, just like I'm, I'm frolicking through like a flower field. Like that's how I feel on the weekends or during the week, everything's a little bit more structured. So it's easier for me to like have my meals planned out and like know what I'm eating. And that is going to be another thing that we'll get to later in this episode, but eating out during the week and just trying to eat home during the week. One is just going to give you like healthier options Two, you're going to stop craving like food from out as much because the more you eat food that's takeout, the more you crave food that's takeout. Believe me. Okay. I am heavily addicted to Wingstop and Chipotle. So that is why I know that I'm probably going to already eat those on the weekend. So if I can keep myself a little bit more disciplined during the week, it allows me to one, set myself up for success with my fitness goals. Um, also just my gut health, my health, and I feel better during the week and stuff too, with my energy, the more that I'm limiting things coming into my body that don't really necessarily need to be coming in. Um, the better. So I love eating out though. And like, if you're ever going out for dinner during the week with your girls or whatever, like that's obviously there's certain situations, but like on the regular week, try to eat in on the weekends, obviously you'll probably eat out a little bit more, but if not, you know what I mean? You can fluctuate that. However, if you eat in on the weekends, so you want to eat out during the week, but it just helps keep me a little bit more disciplined with my fitness goals and just feeling better overall. But I love going out to restaurants. Oh my gosh. It's like my favorite thing to do. I love eating food. My in is picking at least one thing or an area to organize or tidy a day to work down your long list of to do's. For me, there's been so many things on my to-do list. Like I need to organize all my kitchen drawers, like reorganize them. Cause like they're ridiculously like jam packed. Um, I needed to like organize my closet. I need to clean my spare room. I need to organize my bathroom drawers and under my bathroom cabinets. I need to clean my garage, right? I needed to clean the car seats in my car. I needed to clean the center console. I needed to clean my couch. All these things, if you're looking at them can feel so overwhelming. And if you're not making it more of a doable thing for you to break that down, it's not going to happen. So for instance, for me, one thing a day, I will try to put on my to-do list to do. So yesterday, I cleaned my center console and my doors in my car with my like stain striker because it's carpet and there's been water stains on them that really needed to come out for years. I just got a stain striker from Target. I'm not even kidding you. It's my favorite thing ever. I'm obsessed with it. It is so fun to do and it's so good at cleaning. So a couple weeks ago, I started this whole little trend and I cleaned my driver's side seat. Then the, the next day I cleaned my passenger side seat. Then, you know what I mean? I just had like the last thing to do, which is my console and the um, the doors. And then like, I even have one out there and I cleaned like the windows of my car and just all the little things. So you piece it, you break it up because otherwise it could be an hour so long of a process basically. So trying to break it up makes it more doable. It makes it more time manageable and you can get it in your day a little bit easier. And you feel so accomplished after you complete these tasks that you want to get done because one, you're making your living space that you're in every single day so much better to live in. So my car, yeah, if it's really dirty, I'm going to feel like shit in my car. Right. And I'm going to be like, what the heck am I doing? So 
Yeah. I just think doing that, I've already noticed such a difference. And every time I get in my car, I'm like, wow. And I just knew at some point, like I obviously want to start getting my car detailed and things like that too. But I know in the nearish future within the next year or so, my plan is to get a new car and I'm going to sell this car, trade it in. So I really want to make sure it's in good condition internally for me to get the most out of that. Right. And if my freaking seats look awful, no one's going to want my car. So I also organized my closet. We organized bathroom drawers. So like one night I'll do like one drawer right then the next day i'll be like okay i'm doing this drawer in the bathroom which that's my thing i'm doing today i'm doing a drawer in the bathroom and i'm gonna bring in my stain striker that i use in my car and i'm gonna try to i'm gonna vacuum my couch and i'm gonna try to clean my couch today as well i would love to get that done just because that hasn't been done since i got this couch that i have from a friend and i feel like it's gonna make it look so good and it needs to be cleaned you know and then i have a rug that really needs cleaned so basically you can hear how passionate I am about this. Once you start doing it, you become addicted to it. And like, I love weekends where I have nothing to do outside of like getting things that I need to get done because I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm actually able to cross these things off my to-do list that make me feel like I need to do a million things. Right. And it just makes me feel more opened up then to like saying yes and doing things with people and all that stuff. Another out letting the sink fill up with dishes. This is such, this is what I'm so passionate about because I used to be so bad with this, but I will tell you that the sink fills up with dishes. I promise you it reflects the way that your mind is. If you were overwhelmed, you were overstimulated, you were stressed, you feel like you have no time to do anything in your life because you were overworked. I'm sure your sink is full. If you don't have that habit in place already where you like have made this a thing, I made this a thing now where I will make sure that I like put the dishwasher on. I wash it once a day. I'll empty it. It's my least favorite thing to do, but by having a little system in place, you can make sure that you can actually conquer it and like ever stop yourself from having an overloading sink. Guys, I don't know if you know, but I'm absolutely obsessed with meditating. And I know there's so many different ways of going about meditating these days. There's different apps. There's so many different things. And it can seem super freaking overwhelming, honestly. And for me, I'm going to tell you, I've tried tons of different apps. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried ones on YouTube. It can be really hard to sit still. So if you're not somebody who likes just seated meditations or whatever it may be, or maybe you're just new to meditating, I have the perfect freaking thing for you. And I'm so excited to have a little offer to give you guys. I am obsessed with Superhuman. That is the app that I choose to use for my meditating these days because I find that it's the best. It gives me the most versatile situation. So I'm able to use it not only sitting down, but if I don't have time to sit down, I can also do walking meditations. I can do running errands meditations, up the wall meditations. You can have your legs just up stretching. There's stretching meditations. There's a lot of pep talks on there for every certain situation. I'm all into all those things. There's also a cleaning meditation as well. Travel meditations. I'm obsessed. They even have ones to listen to before you go on a first date or after like a family dinner, if it went bad, like they have everything you could possibly need. So I'm so excited to give you guys this offer. So I reached out to superhuman cause I really wanted to work with them and they are letting me offer you guys a hundred percent off a one month trial also plus the two week free trial period. So by trying and signing up with my code, you get a six weeks free membership through them. So you're able, it gives you plenty of time to try it. If it's not something that you like, you can just cancel it. Simple as that. But I love how much time they're giving you guys to kind of try it out because I know for a fact that you're probably going to fall in love with it. And if you stick with it and stay consistent, I promise you like even just a couple days a week and notice what 
it will do to your mental health. You will have a much more calm brain. You're going to feel way more connected to yourself. And it allows you to set intentions throughout your day that genuinely have changed my life, especially going to work at a job that isn't necessarily what I want to be doing with my life these days. It helps me to have a good mindset to go into whatever day, no matter what I'm doing. It helps me to stay focused, present, and just living in the moment, which I love. But so, like I said, it gives you six weeks to figure out if it is something that you want to stick with or not, and you will not get charged until after the six weeks is up. So let's say you started it and you want to cancel it literally the next day. You can cancel it the next day and you still will have six weeks to use it. And if it is something you decide that you want to do again, you could always, you know what I mean, go back to it. But this way you have plenty of time to figure out if it's something that you want to do or not. The sign up with my code only works if you go through the website though. So I will have that linked below. You can't go through the app store or Google play or anything like that. In order to get this deal, you need to go to www.superhuman.app slash register, sign up with my code Michaela. That is M I C H A E L A. And I will have all that listed below, but please give it a try. I swear to God, you guys will love it so much. And I can tell you it has hundred percent changed my life for the better. And it's something that I incorporate in my every single day life where meditating always was something that was super hard for me to find time to do. Go and try superhuman and become literally a superhuman. I swear to God, I am a superhuman now because of this app. So for me then in terms of like washing dishes and stuff, I will make sure that I rinse my dishes off consistently. So like anytime I put a dish in the sink, you will never catch it dirty in the sink. No, no, absolutely not. If you want to make this as easy as possible for you to make this a habit. You want to eat something and then immediately go and rinse it off so that it's clean. And then I'll set it in the sink only if my dishwasher is not emptied yet. That's the worst part for me at the moment is making sure that once my dishes are clean, I emptied the dishwasher because that keeps it going much faster. So I need to like make sure that I empty it pretty much as soon as possible, but I'd like to keep them in the dishwasher to dry off. I don't like having to dry the dishes. I'm just me and the dishes are not friends. Okay. So we're, we're trying to make this a thing where we can live in peace and harmony, but I've gotten so much better in general with my habits, my cleaning habits, all those things. But so if you need any tips in terms of cleaning or anything like that, if you want an episode all about that, I will add that to the list. Cause I feel like that would be a really good one to do. Another in is connecting to your faith. That can be whatever for you. For me, it's Christianity and it's God. Like I, I've been building my relationship with God even more than it has been. Like I grew up like knowing God and everything and like all of that, but I definitely got far away from him. And I have an episode all about connecting to your faith, my own personal relationship with God, all that stuff. If you want to listen to that, you probably already have, but in case you haven't, they're there. But, um, for me, it's like, I will, I'm noticing that I'm one prioritizing prayer more, having faith in God more and not just like, you know what I mean? Like actually trusting that like everything is taken care of. Also reading the Bible first thing in the morning, one chapter has been very helpful. And also I like watch church every single Sunday. And also I'm trying to get into a church at the moment and I have one in mind, but it's just getting there and making it a habit and stuff. So I already have the habit of going online, but I think getting to church can be a little bit overwhelming at times. So if it's something you've been thinking about too, um, this might be your sign to just go for it. But again, never to push anything onto you guys. If you believe in something else or whatever, I respect that, but just sharing my own personal journey. Another out would be one way relationships. If you have a relationship in your life that you feel like 
you are giving and giving and giving and you're getting nothing back consistently or you have a relationship that just makes you feel awful about yourself or maybe you're talking to somebody romantically and you don't feel like you're on the same page this can be in the early stages or this can be in the long stages if it's if you've been dating that person for a while have a conversation but um if it's something like really in the early stages like i will just stop putting an effort and like see if that person switches their energy but like they're they are showing you who they are by the way that they choose to show up and prioritize things a lot of the time so um i don't know short answer one-way relationships i'm not into those relationships are a two-way street whether it's a friendship whether it is any type of relationship in your life it is always a two-way street and you should always feel loved and cared about or at least prioritized next in is planning out your meals and groceries so this is something that i do every single week and it sets me up for success with my fitness goals my protein goals and it just helps me not eat out as much. If I don't have a plan, I will eat out. Like I'll be like, oh, well, Chipotle. Oh, well, Wingstop. Oh, well, I'm craving take Texas Roadhouse. I'm craving, like I have so many cravings. It's actually, it should be a crime to crave as many things as I crave, truthfully. But I love food. So for me, planning out my meals and my groceries makes it so easy for me to one, make sure I'm eating at home, make sure that I'm actually like feeding my body with the nutrients and the stuff that it needs and also um it makes my gut feel better and it makes sure that i have ingredients in my house to make meals that i'm excited about eating like you know and so for me planning out my meals specifically helps me to make sure that i am not like overspending on things that i don't need i'm only getting stuff for things that i actually am going to be making that week and everything so i couldn't recommend that more normally i'll do that on sundays but honestly i'm really trying to get better at that on like fridays or saturdays for the next week because i want to get groceries kind of on saturday if i can help it more than sundays because if i get it sunday then i can meal prep if i get it saturday then i can meal prep on sundays or i can even meal prep a little bit on saturday and then meal prep like on monday right or whatever so that's what works for me i personally love going to trader joe's but it's been such a minute since i've been there so maybe i'll go this weekend but um walmart we love walmart pickup that's what i do all the time bless you marshall another out is drinking every weekend it is just not something that i've done in a very long time i used to drink every single weekend and if you're in that time of your life i am not judging you for it at all everyone kind of goes through that i feel like but for me i was like that in high school in college i did it way less but i would drink on the weekends and stuff um now no like i literally don't do much like i and i do that by choice like i will go out with friends and we'll get meals or whatever and like i'll have a couple of drinks and like i'll go out and maybe drink like once a month i would say with my friends and I have fun doing that and everything, but I also notice the effects of alcohol on me, how it affects my mental health with the next like week. I just feel more sad. Um, alcohol is a depressant. So basically I notice a depressed mood more so like with the next couple of days after anxiety more so. Um, I'm so lazy the day after I drink, it's not even funny. Um, like I don't do anything. Like even if I'm not hungover, I'm just exhausted and I'm so tired and I don't want to do anything. So those nights for me just don't really align anymore because I feel like I actually am trying to do so many things with my life that they actually set me back so much. So I think everything's good with balance. I think having some drinks and everything, I love having an espresso martini, a ranch water, a Paloma. I love that, especially in the summer and we have summer coming up. So I definitely will be doing those things, but I'm way more into sober activities at the moment and just chilling, whether that be with bubble tea, whatever. And I also think um, 
for me, it became such a norm because my best friend moved away that I would, I feel like we would drink pretty regularly or like we'd be like always with like other friends drinking and stuff. And once she moved away, um, I noticed I wasn't drinking as much and me and my other friend will drink about like once a month together or whatever. But outside of that, I don't. And then I think with dating, like I like to be sober on dates and dating was something that has been a part of my life for the past couple of years, even if it's just been like first dates or whatever. And when I'm dating, especially in the early stages, I want to make sure I actually am like knowing if I like you or not. So I don't really drink at all in the early stages. I'll have like one drink, maybe two drinks if we go out. But like even now I notice it's like one, if that, until like I get to know you. And then even once I get to know you, like I'm not drinking a bunch, you know what I'm saying? So um, I just think my values have changed. My morals have stayed the same, but like they're becoming, there's certain parts of it becoming more important to me. And my work ethic is super important to me at the moment. And alcohol puts such a freaking damper in that. So I enjoy having a couple a couple glasses of something like wine or whatever. And I'm, I'm definitely not going to completely probably shut it out because I don't have an issue. Marshall really is testing our limits today. <laughs> um, but I don't have a problem with alcohol. Like I've never felt like I've never had a dependence on it or anything like that. But I'm at the point in my life where I want to be comfortable sober. In myself, that's become more important to me. And I think alcohol can give you such a blanket to be comfortable in social situations. And there's there's a time and a place, right? But I, my own personal worth and how I feel in those situations is more important to me than the way that alcohol has been a crutch in my life in the past. And just being able to open up in situations and stuff. So I think that's played a huge part in drinking for me. But um, nonetheless, you know what I mean? I love drinking. I do. I do enjoy drinking. It's fun. And, but there's a time and a place for it. And the aftermath is just not worth it anymore. Like for the most part for me. And anytime I do it, I get like gnarly hangovers. So I'll have to have electrolytes before I go out. I drink water consistently while I'm like, I, every, like I'll get a drink and then I'll have a water and then I'll have a drink and then I'll have a water. And I'm so serious about that. And the past couple of times, Shelby and I have went out We've done a one drink an hour roll and we always put waters in and we always are totally fine and we're always like on it. Um, but even then I'm just like really tired the next day. You know what I mean? So there's ways I definitely drink way, way, way more responsible than I used to. I used to be honestly a psychopath when it comes to drinking. <laughs> Anyone would tell you that. Our next in is cold plunging or ice baths. You guys know if you follow me on certain things, like I love cold plunging. I started cold plunging probably about a month or so ago. I've done it every single day except for three days since. And I'm going to be honest, two of those days I was hungover. Um, so again, it just gets me off doing the things that I want to do, like alcohol. Um, but I could have pushed myself to still do it hungover the next day, but I just was bedridden and just like a potato basically. But I love cold plunging. There's so many benefits whenever it comes to that. It just makes you feel so freaking good. One, you like your dopamine and your serotonin levels after skyrocket. But it's been really important to me because it's been it's been such a way to keep myself disciplined. And so even if I don't want to get in it, which most of the time I'm going to be honest, you don't want to get in the cold plunge before you do it. But once you get in, you quickly realize like I can do whatever I want to do even if it doesn't seem like it's something I want to do and even if I'm not comfortable doing it in that moment I like getting uncomfortable like you can get comfortable being uncomfortable with cold plunging and once I get in I have to keep myself disciplined to stay in until the timer goes off so it's taught me a lot of discipline that way and it's taught me that 
your mind will make things out to be so scary or like these huge things that you can't possibly do, you can do them. So it's helped me show up better in every other area of my life as well. If you don't have a cold plunge or you're not sure about what that is or whatever, you can always research it. I have a whole episode about cold plunging and like tackling fear um, just a couple episodes back if you want to go listen to that. But you can also do cold showers if you get pretty cold water where you live. That was an issue for me in Texas. Like in the summer, it's pretty hard to get cold water. So um, I would... If you basically would get your shower and then the last like couple minutes you're in the shower for like two minutes stand in cold two to three minutes just stand in cold water yeah it will shock your nervous system and it'll just make you feel so much better long lasting throughout your entire day like it is so so worth it i love it so much i am getting a little nervous for the summer in austin here because i started doing it in like end of december early january or whatever and it was really cold and it's not very cold in Texas for very long, like at all. Like you have a very short amount of time. And I think this was like a very, very chill winter for us this year. Like it was barely a winter. We had one week where it was like in the thirties and forties. And that was a great time for me to be cold plunging. That's like great when I started cold plunging actually, but now it's getting really warm. Like it's like 70, 80 degrees outside already. And it's February 23rd that when I'm recording this. So it's just gonna be one of those things where in the summer I tried to do this last year and it was like a fail. So I am gonna have to have a way to get ice and I just don't wanna buy ice all the time. So I might have to do cold, I don't know. It just, it, it kind of puts a damper in my cold plunging living in Texas in the summertime. I need to get like a chiller. Ugh, it's just, it's a stressful thing for me to figure out how to make that work. Okay, we have two, I'm gonna give you two outs back to back because they're pretty similar. One, situationships, they're out. If you're dating someone and they're not sure how they feel about you, why are you wasting your time? Like I really, I'm politely asking you, why are you wasting your time? If you, if you've been dating somebody for at least three months and they can't tell you if they want a relationship with you or not, or they're not really sure if they see it going anywhere, they want to quote unquote, go with the flow. What do you, why? Like, why are you doing that? Because I've done that before and I'm going to tell you, it doesn't make you feel good. And if they don't know where they stand with you, a lot of the times, like it's not going to turn out the way you want it to. They're just kind of dangling the carrot in front of your face and they're not going to actually give you what it is that you want, which is a relationship or whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be in a situationship ever again. I want to be with somebody who knows like they have something really good and they don't want to lose it. And they would be scared to lose it because they know that they're probably not, not going to get something as great again. Like, that's what I'm looking for. And I'm sure that's what a lot of you guys are looking for as well. So I just like, just hold yourself to your worth and know your worth. I know it's hard. And I know, especially whenever you like someone, you want it to go somewhere whenever you like somebody. And I know I've, I've held on to the hope that like, oh, maybe it'll change their mind. And I'm going to tell you from being in two situationships over the past couple of years with people that I did really care about, um, it didn't end the way I wanted it to. <laughs> it didn't end the way that I wanted it to. So just know what you're looking for and really hold yourself to that standard. And only one of those two, honestly, um, was treating me the way that I wanted to be treated. It just didn't get to the spot that I wanted it to get to, which sucks. Um, because like, obviously whenever you see that with someone, like you see it and you can, you can see all the, the good things about it. But unfortunately, sometimes that isn't enough to make it come to fruition and you can't force someone to be ready for something that you're ready for. So if in the early stages you're noticing that they're unsure what they're looking for, I highly urge you to maybe just leave and get out because if they really care about you, they'll come back and they'll, they'll be ready to show up for you the way that you want them to. 
But that's why for me, if I'm dating, I'll, like one of the first things I try to figure out is what they're looking for or their dating intentions. Because if we don't align on that, this isn't going to work. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes people also lie to you and they'll tell you that they're looking for something that they're not looking for. So be very careful of that as well. Like sometimes they'll be like, yeah, I'm looking for a long-term relationship. And then like they only try to disrespect you. Okay. Um, just just be very cautious of the way that people treat you because people will show you with their actions. It doesn't matter what words they're saying. And also dating apps. They're, that's an out, I think. I, I put question marks after that one because I'm still figuring that one out, but I still have Hinge. I still have Bumble. No luck on them. Like, And I feel like there's really nothing good on dating apps that I've found at all. So I'm kind of at the point where like, I don't care about them, but I'm more so looking to see who I can meet in person or just like whatever happens, happens naturally. Um, but yeah, I don't know from someone, I know people have had a lot of success with dating apps. So like you don't have to get off dating apps or whatever. And especially if you're looking for more casual things or you're just dating for fun, dating apps can be the place for you. But if you're dating with intention and you know what you're looking for, it can be a little frustrating to be on dating apps because it's kind of a lot of games. So for me, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm just like, mm. I've been on literally dating apps for like two years if not longer, since 2021. And I've met a lot of people. Most people I haven't went on more than a couple dates with, you know what I mean? And only two or three things came out of it over those years, but none of them actually were good situations long-term for me or ended the way I wanted them to end. So obviously I'm doing some reflecting on what I'm doing to continue to bring those relationships into my life. And obviously I've learned a lot through those to know what I will now accept and put up with. like. I've learned a lot. So I think that's what the purpose of all that has been, has been all the learning lessons. Another in is neurofeedback therapy, which I have shared with you guys. And if you are hearing this episode for the first time and maybe you haven't heard anything else I've ever said, I have an episode all about neurofeedback therapy, what it is, how many sessions I've done of it. I've done like six sessions at this point and it's been game changing for me. I've loved every second of it. It's truly been changing my brain chemistry. So if you want more information on that, go listen to that episode and it'll give you everything that you want to know. Um, another out, anyone who keeps me in my masculine energy. So if I'm constantly having to feel like I need to defend myself um, or I need to be, if I'm dating someone and like I have to be figuring, planning every single date and um, like having to constantly wonder where I stand, you know what I mean? Or just like, I, that's, that's my masculine energy and I'm not into it. Like I want someone that makes me feel like I can just exist and like the world is a good, happy place to be. I'm in my feminine energy. I'm enjoying life and you know, like it's not that deep. And even in friendships, like just having friendships that you can just like be happy to hang out with, like low energy, like what's the word? Um, you don't need a social battery for certain people, like that type of vibe. Like you're just able to show up and exist and like have a great time with people. Like that's, that's what I'm looking for. Like those types of relationships. Another in, stepping into your responsible energy. So getting health insurance or better health insurance. If you're paying a lot of money and you get better health insurance for yourself. Like that was something I recently did dental insurance, making sure you have that. If you have something that you need to do, make that call, get it done, open up your mail. Don't let it pile up, making sure all your bills are paid and like looking at that at a certain day or consistently each and every month, checking your bank account. So nothing's surprising you. You're not overdrafting, like actually doing the things that you need to do, like stepping into your adult responsible energy, even if it seems a little bit annoying or overwhelming or stressful, 
it's going to help you in the long run and you're going to feel so much better and nothing feels better than like feeling empowered in where you're at in life and that's where I've been I've been really like stepping up and doing that shit and it's been making me feel so good um also like checking your emails not letting them pile up that's the worst feeling ever when you have so many emails to answer and like doing your taxes like prioritize your taxes make sure you have everything done that you need to get done and get them suckers done early and don't wait till the last minute another out responding to hate comments or negativity in general like someone yells at you someone literally yelled out the window at me yesterday whore (laughs) i posted about this but i was walking down the street in leggings and a sports bra after the gym with my dog and this woman yelled out after me that i was a whore for wearing that and so like alarming right but more of a laugh it off type of thing like don't give people your energy like who cares like if people are going to be crazy they're going to be crazy it's not personal there's nothing that you can do about it even like in comments on a video let's say that you are a content creator or something you're going to get hate comments and instead of trying to respond to them or giving them energy or whatever or responding to them with more negativity just ignore them or block those people like it's exhausting but it's something that i've definitely dealt with in the terms of the content creation world and it's very um it it just it does suck the energy out of you and it just makes you so irritated when someone like comes at you and says something and it's like what but most of the time who even are these people you know what i mean behind the screens like that's the real question to be asking um but also something that's in that goes hand in hand with this is blocking just block them like block people like why are we like if someone is disrupting your peace block them and even in real life someone's disrupting your peace make sure that you're not going around them as much you know what i mean do what you got to do for you another in paying off your debt or trying to like getting real with your finances budgeting um, making sure that you're paying all the things that you need to pay but also setting money aside each month instead of maybe blowing it on other things that you don't need to be spending money on like spend it on the debt that you have like that's going to help your credit score that's going to help you in the future because once you get that debt paid off then you will actually have more money to put into other things but until you have your debt paid off you really don't actually have money to be blowing on anything so you're kind of digging yourself in a huge hole only spend money that you actually have bottom line Um, another out is feeding into every single craving for takeout this one is targeted towards me very heavily um, because anytime i'm craving chipotle or wingstop I want Chipotle or Wingstop and it's not all the time like I've gotten a little bit better with it where I'll make sure it's on the weekends now or you know like I'll try to be better with it sometimes it is during the weeknights but it's if I have gift cards or something but I'm obsessed with both of them so I really try if I like let's say I have a craving for a Wingstop on a Wednesday I'm like you're not getting it tonight like we're eating the meals that we planned but like you can have it this weekend maybe even then I'm trying to not have it every weekend because I feel like that's a little excessive but at the same time like I love Wingstop so even today I think I am going to get Wingstop but I'm also making it a reward so it's like if I get all my work done today that I want to get done then guess what we can do tonight Wingstop baby so making it a reward like that makes it much more rewarding and also um less frequent as well but I'm obsessed so like I, I can't it's one of those things I'm working on that one but you have to be able to have the cravings that you have sometimes too. And even if you, um, like, let's say you're craving something out, you're craving pizza, like make pizza at home. Like that's going to hit your craving. Like, and once you eat your, that's going to be gone. You know what I'm saying? It's just cause you're hungry at the moment. A lot of times if I ignore a craving and I do something or I make a smarter choice to eat something at home that like helps me hit my protein goal or whatever, like I feel way better about myself. I, it feels very empowering. Once I do that, I'm like, Oh cool. Like I can do this. And like, 
you know, like it really helps build that confidence in yourself and like your decision-making too. Another in is stepping outside of your comfort zone regularly. So like doing the things that make you uncomfortable, do them on a regular basis or try to make yourself uncomfortable at least a couple times during the week, whether that's getting in a cold plunge, whether that's going somewhere that you don't really look forward to going, but you know, it'll better you. Maybe it's doing something with someone, um, going on a date, making a new connection, networking, meeting a new friend, go and explore your city. If you haven't, you know what I mean? The more that you do those kind of things, you're going to enjoy doing it. And you never know who you can meet when you do that. Another out is over explaining yourself. Like somebody asks you why you're doing something and you feel like you have to over explain or like feel like you have to give everyone a response. Like no one, it's nobody's business. Like unless you want to tell them, you don't feel like you have to, which goes hand in hand with the other out that I have here, which is oversharing. This one's hard for me because I, I share a lot of my life online and there's been times where I'm just like, I don't really feel the need to like share right now. You know what I mean? I feel like it's one very protecting of my peace to not. And even in like personal relationships, I used to be such an oversharer, but no one needs to know everything. You know what I mean? And I think also that comes with, I feel like I share overshared more when I was not as secure in who I was. And now I do like to overshare from time to time, like in, in certain situations, but at the same time, like, it's not really necessary. You know what I mean? Like no one really needs to know. Like I can still share things without oversharing or share bits and pieces without making it super obvious. You know what I'm saying? So if I don't want to say something, I'm not going to say it. Like no one is, um, what's the word? Nobody's entitled to a response or an explanation from me unless they do they, unless it's a very personal situation in my life possibly you know what I mean but it's like I'm really working on that because I feel like a lot of times I felt the need to over explain or like explain where I'm coming from and it's like shut up like Michaela just shut up like literally who cares like no one needs to know and even if you explain yourself 17 times you're still going to be somebody who doesn't get what you're trying to say all right we got a couple other ins and we have one more out so another out is outdoor walks I am huge on my outdoor walks I take two a day I've done at least one outdoor walk a day for years because like obviously I walk Marshall so like me and him go on walks together it's good for him but it's also so good for me it's so good for my mental health and it holds me accountable in so many ways, but it's such a good habit and I really enjoy it. It makes me feel really good. I love getting fresh air and I can't recommend it enough, especially with the weather we've been having here in Austin. I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to go on a walk. But anytime I'm stressed, walk. Anytime I don't know what to do, walk. Anytime I need a minute, walk. And I do two a day, you know what I mean? So I'll, I'll make sure that there are certain, Marshall's eyes are open. He's sleeping and he's like, um, excuse me, did you just say W-A-L-K? Like he immediately opened his eyes. He was completely out cold sleeping and he's looking at me like, what are you trying to say? He's already asleep again. He's so cute, but definitely outdoor walks. And then his ears, <laughs> his ears just shut up or shot up in the air again. I didn't even realize until I saw him looking at me. Um, but also another in is experiences and trips, like seeing the world, going on trips with your friends, traveling, if you're able to do it or afford it. If in a time, like not, I'm big on like not having a completely packed schedule. Like I love having a couple trips each year, but not having like constant travel. Cause I love routine. I like being like in my schedule and stuff, but having experiences and trips are priceless. So if you can do it, definitely go say yes on the trip, go have fun, make memories. Another out is isolating. So like not doing anything. Like there's a fine line between doing too much and not doing anything at all. 
find the middle doing things but also having balance to recharge and stuff because I am somebody who my social battery is very small um I love being social and like connecting with people but like it it is smaller than the average bear so always making sure I have time to kind of recharge it and stuff and then my last in is live music and festivals concerts that type of thing especially in the summer I am such a festival girl I love festivals and last year you guys know I had to sit out a lot of festivals and like I bought tickets for two fa- two festivals and I sold them both because um, I woke up and realized like not the best decision for you right now. Um, so I ended up selling my Lollapalooza tickets and my ACL tickets. The lineups weren't the lineup for ACL wasn't awesome, but the lineup for Lollapalooza was the shit. But me and Shelby didn't really think about everything you'd have to pay for on that trip. And I was like, that's going to be like two grand. And I just don't I didn't have that for last year. Um, after having like Marshall surgery and stuff. So I'm just all about making better financial decisions, but I'm so excited to go see Chelsea Cutler in March. I'm seeing her for the third time and I've seen her two times already with Shelby. And so we'll go see her every time that she tours. So we're seeing her again, March 28th. And then I will be seeing Tate McRae again. I've seen her once, but I'll see her this summer. I forget what month. And then I'm going to see Creed Creed three doors down in Daughtry saying that out loud is so freaking funny to me but we're going to see them for my friend Abby she is obsessed with Creed but that it sounds like such a vibe me and my friends will do one like concert a summer and like travel somewhere to like do like dad band type shit like we went to see Nickelback last year and it was so funny but um so we're seeing him in September and then I definitely will be going to a music festival ACL more than likely, which is in October. And um, what's it called? October for ACL. And then another festival, probably, I'm thinking. Probably more concerts, too. I'm just very excited. We love live music. It's the best. I'm obsessed with freaking concerts. It's always been my love language. But that is all of our ins and our outs for 2024. I'm sure we could come up with more, like I said. But that's all I came up with for today. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you guys so much. And again, just a little reminder, if you want to travel with me, please click the survey below. Just fill it out. It takes two minutes, and I would love to get your information on that just so we can kind of figure out future trips. Even if you don't make it on the first one, maybe we could do a second or third. I love traveling, and I would love to make it a way where I can connect with you guys and travel with you guys too. So that'll be right below in the description of the episode. But I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Mental health tip of the week, let me give it to you. Let me give it to you. Stop taking anything so personal. Personally, like anytime someone switches up their mood with you in the workplace, a patient, whoever you're seeing, a client, um, a higher up, an employee, you know, a coworker, a friend, don't take it personal. It's probably it has everything to do with them. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing's personal at the end of the day. Okay. I love you guys so much. And guess what? I will see you next Monday. Bye.